from Relay FM. This is the Pen Addict, episode two hundred and sixty-seven. My name is Mike Hurley. I am joined by Brad Dowdy. Hi, Brad Dowdy. Hello, Mike Hurley. How are you? I am very well, sir. I'm 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 getting pumped. Are you? Yeah, because I'm getting I'm getting wrecked. I don't know that pumped is the accurate word for me right now in my mental state and mm-hmm. my work state. But um, give me a few days. I'll I'll be on the uh, I'll be on the hype train pretty soon. We are one week and one day away from being together again for the DC Pen Show. I always like it when we're together. Me too, and I'm happy that it's happening again. I don't have to wait a year. This is very exciting to me. I'm actually happy you're getting to go to a different pen show like DC. Yeah. Um, you've been, you've been like, we're, and we're going to talk about DC more during this episode, but just real quick, Mike has been peppering me. Like, what do I expect in DC? Mm. And I can't, answer those questions accurately like I've been able to in the past because it's in a new hotel so I feel like everything that I know is no longer so I like I'm I don't feel like I'm not that much help to you I'm like dude I don't know I like yeah I think this is how it's gonna be here's my mm-hmm. ass- assumptions but I certainly don't know anything based on fact based on uh, the the hotel move and that's part of the excitement of the whole thing, if you want to look at it that way, or you can look at it as yeah, part of the I horror. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely don't look at it as the as that. Wow, that really excites me. Let's upend this whole thing. Woo, I'm pumped. No, well, it's the first time for me, so I have you know just the yes. regular feelings, right? So we're going to talk about DC a lot in this episode. Yes. All right. I'll save. I'll save my commentary. We do have some other things that we want to want to talk about today. So why don't you yeah. why don't you set us off with those? I'll, I'll I'll save my commentary. Is it commentary or commentary? How do you say it? I would say commentary, I think. Yeah, okay. All right. So uh, I would like to commentary on the new issue of Plumbago mm-hmm. that is coming out. I'm a huge fan of what the Erasable guys do, and this is Andy, your buddy Andy, Mike. My good your friend. Your bestie. My good friend. Good friend Andy. Andy Welfley is uh, putting out issue two of his zine, which is about analog tools and pencils mostly. And I, subs- I bought the first issue... I don't, gosh, I guess it's been like six months. It's been a while since it came out, and the response to for Andy was overwhelming. Like he couldn't, he didn't print enough. Then I think he even printed a second run, and it's really like an old school zine mentality, which I've always been a fan of. That's actually when I came up with the name Refill, I was thinking about a physical zine, um, but it ended up being the the Pinatic Newsletter, which is better in my book. But I love zines as a format. And issue number two is coming out, and Andy's doing a pre-order this time, so everyone who wants it can get in on it. So I wanted to make sure to mention that. It's going to print soon, so they're going to eliminate pre-orders. I don't know the exact date it's going to end, but I think pretty soon so we can get this going. But he's also got um, um, you know, what the article list is like and everything you can expect in these issues. And it's a lot of work to put all this together. So thanks, Andy, for doing this. So y'all go support Plumbago issue number two. And we'll have a link yep. in the show notes if you are you not bet. familiar. It'll be right in there. Go and do it. It's uh, Andy is a very creative, uh, wonderful person who I love dearly. Mm-hmm. And uh, you should mm-hmm. support him in his work. Yes. And we'll talk about this in a couple of weeks as we get closer to San Francisco. But Andy, I'm trying to coordinate with him to make an appearance at the knock table so y'all can come uh, and meet Andy and uh, he can sign autographs for you of Plumbago issue number two, although it probably won't be out by then. Although he'll <laughs> sign them in pencil so they could just be erased. So that's, well, that's a real problem. As long as you don't erase, as long as you don't erase it, pencil does last forever, as our, our good friend Johnny Gamber likes to say. And uh, he does have that one up there. As long as you don't erase it, it's not going anywhere. But yeah, don't don't get around it with an eraser. So. All right, so I did a post this week mm-hmm. um, about a pen I love and a style of pen I love, which is pocket pen. So I reviewed the Kaveco Lilliput Brass Ballpoint, and the question came up, which I never realized I haven't answered specifically. It was essentially, Brad, you always talk about po- pocket pens and why, and that you use them all the time, but you never said why. Why do you like pocket pens so much, Brad? And uh, I thought that was an awesome question. I said recently in the Pen Addict newsletter when I was talking about this actual Kaveco um, and how I lost it, which is part of the story. So you'll have to go read the review. Um, I lost it, then I found it. Um, if I ever opened up a pen store of my own, and and I have no intention on doing so, it would just focus on pocket pens because I think it's such a good category of pens. It's so useful and... There's so many unique 
pins that fall in that category. And that's why I like them so much. I can get the quality of a great gel pen, the fine tip that I enjoy so much. I can get a fountain pen with a wide nib or a fine nib or get a nib modified that I move between different pens. And all of these fit in my pocket. Like they're easy to carry, easy to use. Unfortunately, they're easy to lose sometimes. <laughs> so maybe that it maybe that is a good business model, right? You'll have repeat customers until people get ticked off about, okay, I can't lose, uh, I can't lose any more pens. But um, yeah, I I love them because the style of the pocket pen is not something you find in normal pens, right? People do things, manufacturers do things differently with the pockets pocket pens. Whether that's unique materials, unique shape designs, unique retractable mechanisms. You know, sometimes they have to design their own to fit the smaller format pen. And I just think it's a really good playground for pens. And it ends up being useful. It's something I carry a pocket pen with me every day where I may not carry like a full-size pen with me every day because I generally don't put the full-size pen in a pants pocket. I'll want to clip it to my shirt. Well, maybe I'm just wearing a t-shirt and I want a pen to carry with me. So I'll take one of my pocket pens and put it in my shorts pocket, something like that. So in relation to this article, I took the six pens and one pencil, actually five pens and one pencil that I keep in this little area in my desk where all my pocket pens go, like my watch, you know, my wallet, my keys, and my group of pocket pens for whichever one um, I want to grab. So I, I listed those out on an Instagram picture, which you might have seen. So you want to talk about those those few pens that I like so much? Yeah, I would love to because there's a couple that I don't know. So no, the first one is the Polka pen, which is a pretty new pen it's been around for maybe a year and they, they've advertised on the blog and they've sent me a bunch of pens and i i love this pen because it's so small and so light and it's really really cheap like it's not the best writer out of this bunch it's probably the worst writer out of this bunch but it's a ballpoint that's good enough and you know you can get like four or five pens for ten dollars or something like that and they're really neat they're they're like plastic molded pens that go down into this compact bullet size. Um, they were actually made because the guy who designed them was a Fisher Space Pen fan and he kept losing them and he was tired of basically losing $20 bills every time he'd lose a Fisher Space Pen. So he's like, well, I need to make something cheaper that's just as nice that I can't lose. So, you know, the the losing the pens thing oh, wow. is a big deal. Yeah, I was going to say, like, it's not that much cheaper. It's half the price. And I realized, oh, it's half the price for a free pack. Right, right. Yeah, so they're about three bucks-ish each, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's it's, it's a fun pen. My kids use those pens a lot, right? Because they're cool colors and they have this neat snapping sound and they just feel good in the hand uh-huh. and, you know, they, they think they're cool. So um, the Fisher Space Pen clearly makes the list. I probably use that. The Fisher Space Pen and the Shown Design Pen, which I talk about, um, I probably use those two the most. The Fisher Space Pen stays in my car a lot. If I forget a pen, I have that one handy. Um, it came in handy for me a couple weeks ago when I lost my Lilliput ballpoint or misplaced. I shouldn't say lost it because I did find it. I misplaced it for about a week. Um, the Space Pen came in handy, so it's that's the good backup pen. Um, then I have the two Lilliputs, the ball, the brass ballpoint and the brass wave fountain pen, both of, the, both of those, which I very much enjoy. I also use the... If I'm not using the Brass Wave, I'll use the Fire Blue, which is just a really, really cool uh, looking Kaveco. The Shown Design uses the Fisher Space Pen Refill, which I like. I can get the Medium Blue Refill, which I talk about all the time. is the best Fisher Space Pen Refill. And that out of this list, that that's probably my number one most carried out of this list of, say, six pens. It's the most durable, functional. It's a little bit bigger which is kind of helpful. Like a lot of people won't be able to use the Kaveco Lilliput ballpoint because it is really, really small and thin. So the shown design pen comes in handy with that. And I like the construction of it um, and the, and the style of it. So that's a probably my number one pocket pen uh, ballpoint pocket pen, at least. And then the last one is the timber twist from metal shop CT. So they've made bullet pencils for a while. This is they did they did a batch in aluminum, which I have, and then they did a second batch 
in with wood barrels, which that's what this one is, the Timber Twist, and it holds a like a pencil stub, like a wood case pencil stub, and like in mine is the the Blackwing 602. So it's just really, really cool if I want to carry a pencil because carrying a wooden pencil is not the easiest thing to do if you're just, you know, putting your keys in your pocket and, and hitting the road. It's hard to carry a wooden pencil unless you have it protected. And something like the Timber Twist is very useful for that. So that's kind of my grouping of pocket pins that I use. The Lamy Pico just missed out because... I didn't have it with me at the time, but I use that one pretty frequently. I have a white barrel one. I actually don't like that one as much. And then someone asked me in the comments, where's my pen type B? Well, that's not a pocket pen. I carry it in my pocket, but it is very big and very heavy, and I don't recommend it as a pocket pen. I just recommend it as an awesome pen. So that's kind of my pocket pen list. I mean, I know you have the M90 from Pilot, oh, the yeah. fountain pen, the small, but that's not, I mean, I guess that would be considered a pocket pen, but you don't really dabble in this genre of pens, do you? No, it's it's very rare for me to find a pen that is considered a pocket pen that I find comfortable to use, right? Sure. Because it's either like it's too small with the cap off or with the cap on, I tend not to like it, right? Like the Fisher Space Pen and the M90, the only two that I've ever used that I really like. You know, like the Cavecos, like the AL Sport and the Sport and the Classic Sport, that kind of thing. It's like they're nice, mm-hmm. but over time I find myself getting frustrated with them, right? Because they don't, they don't, there's no happy medium to it. Um, so yeah, I, I tend not to dabble too much in the pocket pen arena, but I totally understand why people like them. Yeah. And the Fisher Space Pen is so popular because it extends to full size when you write with it, yeah. right? I mean, that's one of the the features of yep. it. It's small and pocketable when it's stored away, but when you go to use it, it's the length of a full-length pen. So that's one of the reasons why it's so popular. Not to mention the uh, the the refill that it uses, the the write anywhere-ness of the, the refill. So yep. anyway, I wanted to bring that up because I've had a few questions on that and just in general why. I love pocket pens so much and it's just because they're convenient and useful and you can do a lot of cool things with them that you don't see in other pens. Yeah, they are unique in that way, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I know we're, we're, it's, God, I can't believe it's DC time, but it's also membership time, Mike. Mm-hmm. Relay FM membership. Tell tell us all about it. Yeah, so I just wanted to take a moment today. We're going to talk about this a couple more times over the next few weeks, but uh, in August, it is Relay FM's third anniversary and over this period of time, we have a bunch of things that we do every year. And one of them is bonus episodes of a bunch of shows for Relay FM members. So if you, you may or may not know this, but if you want to become a member of Relay FM, you can give us money um, on a monthly or annual basis and you get a bunch of benefits. And these come from bonus shows to previews of new shows. We have a monthly behind the scenes newsletter. And there is actually a new members only podcast, which didn't exist last year, in which Stephen Hackett interviews two hosts about a big topic each month. So you can go, you can do a couple of things. You can go to relay.fm slash penaddict and you can just, there's buttons on the page right there and you can choose to give us money if you want. All of the uh, membership tiers get the exact same benefits. The only difference is how much money you want to give us. Or if you want to give to other shows or you want to give to all Relay FM shows, you can go to relay.fm slash membership and you can do it there. Or, you know, you can choose whatever shows you want from uh, the list that you'll find on the page. When you sign up, you'll be given a link to subscribe to the special feeds that you need. And if you are already a Relay FM member, the same feed that you subscribed to last year will be the year one that we used uh, for this year too. And me and Brad have already recorded our special episode that will be coming out um, in the middle of August. So the, the bonus episodes begin to drop on August the 14th, which is the beginning of our anniversary week. And uh, I'll share a, a little bit of a detail. Uh, I used to do a show called Inquisitive, and Inquisitive's last run was Favorite Albums. And me and Brad did a kind of mashup of the two shows. So we talk about a playlist of Joy Division songs that Brad has created. Um, and I, I'm really proud of how the episode turned out. I think it came out really, really well. Um, and you, if you are a Relay FM member, you will get that. And that's the only way you'll get that. So go become a uh, Relay FM member. Support the Pen Addict. Go to relay.fm slash penaddict. Hit one of the buttons there um, and start giving uh, us some money. And you'll get some cool perks as well. Yeah, and you get not just 
you know, the the extra pen addict episode, even though it's not about pens. You get all the extra episodes yep. from all the shows. And um I was also on the membership podcast mm-hmm. with David Sparks talking about community, so you can catch that. It was fun. And you know, you get the the newsletter. We got a new host this week, Mike. I got to learn all about her mm-hmm. in the membership newsletter. So there's very cool stuff happening. That's and, Flo, uh, who's joined uh, the Material yeah. Podcast. So yeah, there's a bunch of interesting and fun content available only to Relay FM members. So if you want to get in on that, you should uh, go uh, go support us. And we we really appreciate it. if you do or if you become a new member. We're, we we want to thank you. And as I said, we'll be talking about we we don't talk about this very often, uh, but we'll be talking about it again in a couple of weeks as all the membership stuff starts to drop for this year. Yes, and we really appreciate your support. I mean, this helps us do this for a living. I mm-hmm. mean, we we couldn't do it without you guys and girls, and it's it's just greatly greatly appreciated. DC Pan Show, man. Whew, talk about support. Yes. This is uh, one of the amazing yeah. things that our listeners have done for us this year and with the Kickstarter campaign and helping to uh, bring us to DC. And this is the last episode we're going to record before DC because I'm going to be traveling next week. So we're going to be uh, recording the episode, I think, on, on Friday of next week. Yes. So watch your calendars. We won't be live. Is that correct? Uh, gonna- it's very unlikely, but not impossible. Okay, so you will. Up, I'm putting this. I'm giving you a task, Mike. Mm-hmm. Um, update the calendar as we get closer. We don't know exactly what day or time we're shooting for Friday. Mm-hmm. It's kind of up in the air based on how our schedules are. But look for something Friday night, and Mike yep. will update the calendar when we know. And that might be Thursday before we figure it out. But just know that it was. Um, it was going to. Uh, be a last minute kind of thing as yep. we figure it out and we'll be tweeting about it as well if we're, from when we're going to be uh we're casting the episode but otherwise it will be out on friday um yep. but before that we have to prepare and <laughs> you know there is an element of packing required for the pen show um and i'm doing something a little bit different uh to what i've done in the past like with with atlanta with the three trips to atlanta that i've done now mm, yep Yep, yep, three. Uh, I basically get a big pen wallet thing and I will just pack as many interesting pens into that as possible and bring it with me so people can kind of take a look at some of the weird and wonderful things in my collection, right? Yep, right. But I'm not doing that this year because after the DC show, I'm going to be doing a bunch more traveling throughout the month of August. So I'm basically bringing what I consider to be my essentials for this trip. Also with some some fun extras too. So yeah, um, I'm going to be bringing a handful of notebooks, probably some field notes, arts and sciences, and regular size field notes as well. This will be just so I can do like all my regular work. So I'll be using those for editing notes and stuff like that when I'm recording shows whilst I'm traveling, and just so I have you know general pen and paper with me wherever I need to be. And I'm going to be bringing two knot cases. Um, one will be my Sinclair, and the other will be a Lookout because. Uh, I want a little bit of extra space in case I pick up anything at the pen show, of course. And I've <laughs> uh, I've picked five pens that I'll be bringing with me, and four of them will be in these cases. One is just going to go in my backpack. Uh, the one that's going to go in my backpack will be a Retro 51, and I'm going to be bringing uh, the, one of the Bioworks Venice Artist Series oh, so this good. time around. Um so that's that's going to be a good one. So I mean, I, I I love it. I use these all the time. So I'm going to be I'm going to be bringing one of these along with me because I can't get enough of these things. Um, and then I'm going to be bringing like a selection of my very favorite pens. So my Canalea Maui Mackay is going to be making the trip um, with all of its beautiful glory. Um, the Arushi pen that Jonathan Brooks mm. made for us. Um, yeah. I'm going to be bringing my one of those. Uh, my orange sailor pro gear is going to be making the trip and my pilot m90 so i have kind of what i'm thinking of here is these are like four my four favorite pens right now Uh, i have Mm -hmm. two that i'm bringing mostly for the beauty of it and then two that i'm bringing that i'm going to be using a lot so you know the canalea pen and the arushi pen they're going to be coming as like things that i want to show people right they're like my show pieces in case people haven't seen this these before um and the other two the the sailor pro gear and the um the pilot m90 they're going to be my everyday using pens 
You could skip bringing the M90 if you just want to ink up the one you're buying from me. Just saying. That is a good point. I don't need to bring mm-hmm. it. Yeah, I'm not going to bring it. Because I forgot that I had to bring that to you until I read the show notes. And I'm like, oh, I need to bring my SM90. Yep, because it's <laughs> later on in the list. Uh, yeah, that's a good point. I will leave the M90 at home then. Yeah, so as long as I remember to bring it. <laughs> if I don't, then you'll, then you'll then be really in, mad. Then you're in trouble. I am in trouble and I'm out a lot of shipping costs. Uh-huh. So yes, I need to remember to bring it. Um, but yeah, that's a good list. And um, you know what a lot of people do at DC? You, a lot of times it's the one and only pen show people go to. So a lot of people will bring just pins to show other people. You know, like I'll always in the past, I've always brought Nakaias because I've talked about them so much and people wanted to see them. So I'll just bring them. So someone who's never seen or used a Nakaya can use them. And you know, that's what... You know, Mike's bringing some different things here. Like people always ask about the Kenalea pens or even the Sailor Pro gear. A lot of people have never used one and we talk about it so much. It's good to try and uh, have fun. What I haven't figured out, Mike, is what I'm going to bring. Like it's been so crazy around here. I know I'm bringing the Notco seed prototypes, the final colors that um, I'll be able to show people and get everyone hyped up for hopefully September launch. You know, that's the plan. But we're down to the the final final steps to get those into production. And after that, I'm not sure. Like my standard pin show kit has always been one of my Nakayas, my Pilot Murex, because I love that pen. Uh the Pilot 823, Aurora Optima. Those are all pens I talk about a lot and sometimes people haven't seen them. Um those are ones I, I tend to bring, you know, my Sailor King of Pens. Um, it's kind of like the same same kit, but I'm always open to requests. If anyone is going to be there and they want to see something that they might be interested in purchasing at the show, I can bring one and let you let you test it, take it for a test drive and see, oh, do I really like this? Do I not? So reach out to me on Twitter or something like that. And, um, you know, I, I'd be happy to bring it, but I don't have a great list, you know, so I'll, I'll probably just wing it for the most part. And like you, I'm not going to pack too much because I'm not going to have that much time to go just play around with pens and paper. Um, you know, we'll be doing a lot of hanging out at the bar in the evening. So that's a the great time to do that. But otherwise, I'm going to be working and uh, just so I'm not going to overpack pens and paper of my own to bring. So we'll see. Yeah, well, here's a question we got from the chat room. Uh, will the pens be inked that we're bringing? What are you th- mm. What are you going to be doing? Uh, mine will, will be, be flying, yes. yeah, all inked, flying all inked. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, there might be if I if I do something last minute, I might bring a couple of extra pens that someone's asked me to bring. I may not bother inking them because I know I could get 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 them inked there either from a friend will bring a bottle of ink or I'll buy a bottle of ink, something like that, and ink them. But generally, yeah, my pens will be inked before uh, while I travel, and we are flying, so yes. Yeah, I will be. Um, if I was bringing the M ninety, I'd leave that inked. The Sailor Pro gear will mm-hmm. be inked. I'm not going to be... I'm going to be emptying out the Canaleo because I eyedropper that. That just oh, seems really? like okay, a cool. recipe for disaster. Um, yeah. And I'm probably just going to dump the ink out of the Arushi pen as well, just just because. Gotcha. Speaking of which, you reminded me, we have follow-up on the eyedropper burping question from last week, so we'll need to add that to a future show. Oh, cool. Yeah, it's, I want to know a, It's that. a long... It's a very good email I got. I got I actually got a few emails uh, in conversation around that topic and got some good feedback from uh, a couple of people in the Slack room discussing okay. it and made made a really good point that I haven't considered. So we'll, t- we'll save that. That's upcoming. So if you're yep. expecting that, it will you'll, you'll get it in a future episode. Yep. So yeah, I, I will be, though I will also be uh, popping the cases into a Ziploc bag just in case. Mm, I thought you were going to say you were going to be popping bottles in the bar. I'll be doing that too, but uh, the cases <laughs> I'm going to be popping those just into a Ziploc bag, and uh, I think I'm going to put these all in my carry-on. Just oh yeah, because no. yeah, that's the only way. If you have an ink pen, it has to fly with you. You do yeah. not put it in your luggage. Yeah, but I mean, like even the ones that won't be inked, I think I'll still put them in ah. the carry-on. Yeah, yeah. So what I do is I'll put them all in a brass town and carry them on, and then when I get my seat, I take the brass town out of my backpack and put it vertical in the seat behind me and that's where it sits so all the nibs are pointing up during the flight and that's the easiest way i found to do it and uh, i've had no issues 
So why don't we talk a little bit about what we're expecting day by day of the pen show for as much as we can know at this point. So we're looking at like Thursday to Sunday, right? Like that's kind of our experience. That's when we're going to be there. You know, we're both leaving Monday morning. So Thursday for us, I mean, I think will be a pretty uh, download day, right? Like I'll be getting in in the, I think the late afternoon time. Um, and yep, it will mostly too. be about setup. So, you know, we're going to be the main thing that, that we're, me, you, and Jeff are going to be doing is selling pen cases for a few days. So we have to get right. the, we have to get everything set up. We have to go and see what our table's like. We have to get it dressed and prepared because we won't have any time for that on Friday morning. Right. And I was reminded last night by my good friend Lisa Van S, who we will be adjacent to. Um, because I just let her <laughs> book the table for me because it's way easy to deal with the promoter that way. So our table is really one of her tables. And she reminded me that in the past, the show promoter, Bob, has not assigned tables Thursday night. Like you have to figure out like where you're going to be for Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Yep. And, you know, there's... um you know, the, the traders are out Thursday night, just kind of taking over whatever tables are out there. It's kind of a first come first serve. So we'll have to do some, uh, we might have to have some fisticuffs on oh, Thursday well, night to get, a, to get our real table. So we'll see. <sighs> but yeah, I, I was reminded of that last night. We're not going to be able to walk in and, and get our assigned table. There's going to be some, uh, it'll be a challenge Thursday night, but Thursday night's usually pretty chill. A lot of people get in town that night. Um, it's great to catch up with people, see old friends, because you're not crazy, crazy busy. You just got to get some things done and and prepare for the the wars to come. So then Friday begins the the real work, right? So we'll be up early, hearty breakfast, breakfast, and we're gonna get yeah. on that table and start selling those pen cases. Yeah. So last year, so the last two DC pen shows. Two years ago, Friday was quiet. Saturday was insane. Last year, I think he may have changed like the schedule when the public can come in. So Friday was pretty intense for sales, if I remember right, working for Van S. We were all surprised how busy Friday was um, because in the previous years, it hadn't been that crazy. And um, yeah, I, I anticipate to be Friday to be a full, long, hardworking day, which is good, um, you know. The more we can sell, the better, of course. So, yep. you know, ho- I'm expecting a, a good crowd, but you just, it's, this is, we're going into the great unknown and what should be the biggest show of the year is completely unknown. So we'll, we'll see, you know, see what the crowds are like. Um, we just don't know, but um, that's pretty much just a, a straight work day. And after the show Friday, we're going to attempt our podcast recording, which we mentioned before. That's what we're going to try to do. Uh, try to do that on Friday night. Mike and I are going to do that in um, our hotel room. It's not going to be a public recording, but I don't know. I have a feeling we might get talked into like a few guests. <laughs> I don't know how you feel about that. You're probably anti because you want that. You want it to be quiet. You're you're more worried about the quiet and audio yeah. quality. I'm more worried about the party. I'm more worried about the party quality of the show. So. Well, I'm I'm going to say that I'm going to win out on this one. Uh, I know the you show are. has to sound good. We it was great to have guests when we had people looking after the audio for us. There won't be anybody doing that, so it's it's right. just me and you, because that's right. all there is. We haven't got the great hackets to come and and hook us up right. and set us up with great tables and everything like that. So right. it is going to be just just the two of us this time around. Mm-hmm. The same as it was with our first Atlanta show. You know, yep. the, the hope being, and something that I'm going to be keeping in mind, is trying to find maybe a, a an outside venue or something like that where next year we could maybe try and do something. But I, I really gotcha. do think that for this time, it is going to be just, just the two of us on this occasion. All right. So there's there's the mic hammer. There's the mic hammer. Yeah. So everyone. I'm afraid I'm, go- I'm just going to have to with this one, Brad, as much as he's I. The, he's the professional in this situation, and mm-hmm. I have to defer to him. We have a job to do, and the job is to get the show out, and uh, that's right. going to be the easiest way we can do that. But we'll, we'll try and sunshine. do a, a meetup afterwards. So you know, we're, we're going to well, look. We're going to be around the whole time, right? And we're going to probably be in the bar all the time. But yeah. So let's talk about meetup real quick. In the past, we've been able to commandeer a room um, just to do some a quick gathering of saying hi and door prizes and sweating it out in the sauna room that they tend to give us every year. We're not going to have any of that this year. So Friday night, 
will definitely be a big bar meetup night. So there's nothing official planned. I don't have any giveaways or prizes. Maybe I can score some things while I'm there, but there's going to be no official like pen attic party, but we will do a meetup and that's going to be Friday night because Saturday night has a bunch of other stuff going on and Friday night, the schedule looks open. So, you know, once Mike and I are done, we'll try to do, I'm, I'm guessing this, Mike, we'll try to do our recording early. Yeah, well, my plan is we do it straight as soon as we finish the show. Like we just head up to the room, record the show, and then we'll be free for the evening. Yeah, so Friday night, plan on being a big uh, bar get-together night. That's That's the plan. I do have to work Friday night. I have to write the newsletter, so I might have to vacate for a little while. I'll see. I've, I've done it where I've gone up late and wrote it and gone to bed. I've done it where I've gone up early and come back down to the bar. So we just gotta just have to, to play it out. Well, we I can do this uh, in shifts, Brad, right? Like we record the show, you go away, I edit and post. I come down, you go away and write. Like we can do this in shifts. Yeah, yeah, because I, I like getting it done early so I don't have to worry about it the rest of the night because mm-hmm. if I don't if I do it late, I'm worrying about it and like all of a sudden it's eleven o'clock and I haven't started and I got a couple hours worth of work, I'm gonna be a dead person. You saw me you've seen me pass out in the bed with my computer on I've my seen lap it before. Every year. <laughs> it's not a pretty thing. So um, I, I discovered this plan in Chicago. You know, if I if I get something to eat, go knock it out and I can be done by like nine o'clock, well then I can I just have the rest of the night to you know, hang out at the bar and, and be a normal person. So Friday, we'll, we will definitely be hanging out and uh, partying at the bar and sharing pens and paper and uh, all that stuff. At some point, this is probably the least amount of sleep I get at a show <laughs> because it's so busy. But at some point, we will go to bed because Saturday, it's usually crazy. Like, you don't know what time it is. The people are nonstop from open to close, you know, we'll get someone to bring us lunch and Saturday's just kind of a nutso day. Like it's really crazy. So, um, you're, I'm trying to mentally prepare you for that. It could all fall flat depending on how the show goes. If it's anything like previous shows, it's going to be crazy. If this show has a new, a new meta, then I don't know what the results are going to be, but, uh, mm-hmm. I anticipate it will be busy. Um, and then after the show, Saturday is the Susan Worth Memorial, which I am definitely attending. Yeah. So if any of you would like to come, it's at the show. Um, they'll be just they'll be just doing some. I don't know if they're gonna have like a video montage thing, but they're just gonna allow people to say a few words. You know, well, Susan's tables will be set up in memoriam. I think it's a good time to for a lot of us to get closure on Susan's shocking passing earlier this year, and you know, this is the biggest and best way to do it to get everyone involved. So. Um, that will be Saturday night. And then, uh, I know Mike and I have a dinner to go to Saturday night and we should be back at the bar though. After that, I would imagine, but, uh, Saturday will be, you can always assume that every day ends with back at the bar. Every day ends with back at the bar and there will always be people at the bar. And I hope this place has a good bar (laughs) because the, the other DC show had a great bar set up. I loved it. Um, even the, uh, that's one of the. DC and LA have been a couple of places where the bartenders remember me, which is good and scary. Um, so this is a new hotel, new setup. So I hope the bar area is good from pictures. It looked pretty good, but, uh, we'll see there will always be something going on at the bar, um, during pen shows. It's the, uh, it's the main, it's the primary meetup area. If you're going to meet anyone, say meet me at the bar and uh, they'll probably be there. So as insane as, this trip already sounds. We still have to work Sunday, mm-hmm. but uh, that's a, a pretty chill day. I have one meeting slash interview to do Sunday morning. Um, I don't think you have any plans. I don't have any other plans. Just plan on working. Um, and it's pretty chill once you get to the afternoon on Sunday. I remember it being busy early and midday Sunday, but I remember the afternoon uh, calming down. That's when I got to shop a little bit last year. Um was Sunday afternoon. So yeah, all in all, I love DC as a show. I just, you know, it's, we're going into the great, we're going into the great unknown. I'm, I'm looking at photos here and the bar looks fantastic in this. Yeah. It looks huge. I thought the same thing. Yeah. I thought the same thing. So I hope it, uh, I hope it looks good. Yeah. That looks really, really cool, man. I was just looking at it now. Like it Mm -hmm. looks, it looks really nice. Like it, it looks like there's tons of space. 
once the hotel was decided on, that's the first thing I checked. And I was like, okay, this will work. <laughs> I remember well, saying that. You know, like we say like the, the back at the bar thing, like honestly, I don't think I have more than one pint of beer for the entire evening. It's more that it's just like, it yeah. is where everybody congregates and let's, everyone's hanging out, you know? Let's be honest. This is where our crowd likes to go. Yeah. Like this is what we do. And, you know, it's not because of you or me. It's because these people that come to these shows that are our age and our, you know, levels of pin collecting and purchasing, you know, we tend to like our beverages and our food and what better place to hang out at a pin show than at the bar. So, yeah, it's uh, it'll be a it'll be a packed house. I'm sure it'll be pretty awesome. That's it's the best part of the show, to be perfectly honest. And I'm like you. I'm not a big drinker. Like if I've had three beers in an evening, that's like a lot. So where I'm not saying at the bar, meet me at the bar because I need to get my drink on. It's because I want to hang out and talk with people. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. And it's also good that the bar scene is at night because then you can't go drunk pen shopping. That's always <laughs> a bad idea. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's good that those things tend not to happen at the same time. Right? <laughs> I mean, theoretically they could, but that would probably be a bad idea. Yeah, I'm not sure I, that would... I mean, it might be good for, for vendors. Actually, it'd be good for business, so yeah. I hope the bar is open all day while I'm working. And y'all come see me. Yeah, um, yeah, just, we should do just that. Don't, just don't bring, don't bring me drinks at the table, because I won't drink them. <laughs> so what are you shopping for, Mike? Yeah, so I've been thinking about this. There's quite a, there's quite a few things on this list, but like I'm not expecting to buy maybe more than two things, honestly. Um, top, right at the very top of the list, and, and I'm really going to try my best to walk away with one of these, is the new Canalea pens. Haliakala. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, Brad, help me. I can't yeah. say it. No, that's good enough. Haliakala? Yeah, cl- yeah Haliakala. Silhouette. The new one that we spoke mm-hmm. about last week, like... I can't stop looking at pictures of this pen. So, like, this is this is really like strongly on my list as something that I would be disappointed, like really disappointed, if I don't leave the show with one of these because um, mm. I really love it. Uh, I want to take a look at some Aurora pens in more detail to just to use them. I don't feel like I've really used them, and I kind of want to get what the big deal is. So that's yeah. something for me. I, I have no intention of buying, but it's something that is on at least like my window shopping list. Um, I'm going to be picking up the M90 from you, which I'm very excited about. Mm-hmm. And outside of that, there's kind of two two things that I'm going to be keeping an eye out for. Um, I've wanted a new Sailor Pro Gear for a while because I love that pen so much. I just want another one of them. But mm. I don't want to buy any of the standard color editions. I want one of the special editions. And there are so gotcha. many special editions that I'm going to be on the lookout for something cool that catches my eye because I'm sure that there will be some available for sale, right, from someone. Yes. So now that you say that, I don't know if we're getting any Japanese vendors at this show. Like Bung Box has come before. Uh, Nagasawa uh, Kobe came last year, and they always have like those unique things. I know Bung Box is not coming. I've been talking to them uh, here recently, and they mentioned that they weren't. Mm-hmm. But I don't know what the vendor list looks like to where you can get something really crazy. Um, you'll be fine. You'll be able to find plenty of normal crazy sailor stuff there. Um, yeah, I'm, but yeah, really, I'm just kind I'm of just looking wondering for if any of the Japanese vendors are coming. That was limited and has some kind of like really cool and different right. to it, right? So that would be, you know, that would be really interesting. I want to see what that looks like. Yeah, yeah. Um, For me, I don't know. I don't have that one thing. Like the one pen I've wanted to buy since Chicago, um, friend of the show, Dan Don, has a Conid Minimalistica. I discovered that that's one of the most perfect pens for me. I just haven't pulled the trigger to order it online. It's pretty expensive. Um, there's not going to be one at the show. That's just kind of the pin that I'm waiting for. I think it's like around 400 bucks or so. Um, that's like at the top of my shopping list, even though I probably won't be able to get it here. It's one I've got to order. So it would have to be something that would catch my eye. Like you're saying, if I find some, I'm always on the lookout for vintage pilots and sailors and, and things like that. So that's always on my shopping list. And if I find some good, you know, unique sailor pro gears, like you're talking about something different that you can't get here. That would be on the shopping list. As far as new products, there's nothing that's screaming my name 
to purchase that, you know, it's at the number one thing on the shopping list. But, you know, I can always, I always tend to find something in DC. I've come away with some cool stuff from that show before that I wasn't necessarily planning on, on getting, but I don't know that there's one thing that I'm shopping for, um, that I must come away with this year. So we'll see. Sounds good to me. Sounds good to me. I'm very excited, Brad. I am. I am too. You, you've got actually talking to you has got me more excited. I've been up and down and up and down. I, I'm ready to be there. Look, this is a look. It's going to be hard work. It's going to be real busy. There's a lot of unknowns, but we're going to have yeah. a good time. Oh, no doubt. You know, like this is like the um, the pin shows. Even though this is like a short flight for me, I always say I can sleep on the plane on the way home. <laughs> you know, um, I tend to, uh, you know, I, I'm one of those people that needs my sleep, so I don't like. You won't see me at 3 a.m. wandering around the hallway, but. Um, you know, this is one that's worth, you know, staying up late, talking to people and working hard during the day. Work hard, play hard, Mike. And, uh, you know, we'll recuperate after. That sounds good to me. That sounds good to me. Yep. All right. So you want to knock out a few ass TPAs before we uh, go finish packing for DC? I think so. All right. So I got this question. It wasn't officially hashtag, but it was added at me on Twitter. And I wanted to address this because it's something I've been talking about and been working on. So Jessica wants to know, why is there not yet an official Pin Addict Inc.? (sighs) (laughs) (laughs) It's because I'm delimited. So I wanted to bring this up on the show to see. So when I think of a Pin Addict Inc., I think it has to be orange. In my opinion... Orange ink has been solved. I don't think I can make an ink that is any different or better than what's on the market. Like there's a handful of orange inks that I think are the ultimate orange inks like Sailor Apricot, Papier Plume Sazerac, um, a few other ones. Like there's orange ink to me has been solved. I don't know what I could do to make a better orange ink than what's out there. So I have had some conversations about doing a different ink in a, I mean a non orange ink, but I haven't committed to like the colors. Like I'm sure the colors I'm thinking of have been solved to some degree, but maybe there's something a little bit I want to try in a different color range, you know, in the blue, black, purple, green, bright blue type hmm. of area. Not in the not in the the pink end of the spectrum, but in the darker end of the spectrum. So would that be seen as a proper pen addict ink? So that's my dilemma. Like I haven't finalized anything. I've had preliminary conversations because I want to do an ink. Like this is the ten the ten year anniversary um of the blog comes up in November and I haven't done anything to prepare for that. So I'd like to do some things for that um but i'm real having a real dilemma on the ink thing because i don't think i can make a unique enough orange even though i think people would buy it um because they always do and people are lovely but i want to i kind of want to do something else but then i'm also dilemma well would that be the pen addict ink do you have any thoughts on on this I think it would be nice, but I really think it would be strange if you did any cover other than color other than orange. Yeah, I know. right. Like, is oh, here's the official pen editing, and it's green. Be like, uh, right, right. <laughs> you know, like maybe you could do that in the future. But I feel like the first time you ever do something like this, it should yeah. be pen addict orange. But that's kind of so my hang that up, right? Kind of already exists in a million different ways. Yeah, like. Yeah, like there's oranges I just love and I'm like, can I do better than that? Right? That's not, like that's why I don't necessarily release a lot of things because a lot of things are really good already and I don't just want to release another thing. I want to release a good thing, like a great thing. So, uh, yeah, I you know Tony's mentioned in the chat room you should I need an entire line of ink. I've actually thought of a three pack. Um that would be a way to do both, right? You get the orange, you get whatever other color I'm coming up with, and I come up with a third, something like that, right? Yeah, that makes a lot of sense because I feel like that way you could do more and still 
have an orange, even if it's, you know, not necessarily not right. the best, but like if it's not like the most standout color, right? You could make the right. orange that everybody expects and then be like, well, mm-hmm. here are some other colors that I think are really interesting. So, well, and then I do a blue black because yep. that's my favorite to use. Yep. And then I pick one more mountain. See, I had, see, I had to talk this out. That's actually what I told Jessica in my reply. I said, I want to talk about this on the podcast because I don't have clarity and I need to talk it out. So, this is helping me. So, it sounds like the, this is a the safe three space, pack Brad. thing might be. Yeah, it is. A, I'm not so sure about that, but I'll <laughs> go with that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I could do a three pack. I'm writing notes here, so he's <laughs> <laughs> opened up the business notebook and it's all going in there. Well, no, I, I've thought about this before, but I am, you know, as you talk it out with other people and you get some some feedback, you know, maybe it's a it's a good thing to to just kind of hash out. So mm-hmm. anyway, I want to make an ink. I kind, I'm kind of planning on it. It's no guarantees. I just don't have all the answers yet. And I've been hung up on the orange aspect of it, but um, yep. I I'm hearing your input, which was necessary. And then you kind of, it kind of lines up with what I was really thinking is like, it doesn't make sense if there's not an orange in there. Like it doesn't add up. So, um, we're either going to go orange or a set with orange. I think yep. that's the uh, the kind of way to go. That's the way to do it. All right. All right. Next question from I, Eric. I love the Uniball Vision Elite, but prefer metal pens. Are there any machine pen bodies that take the Elite refill? Not that I've ever seen because the Elite refill comes with a grip section. So you have to make a really Elite only refill. Not even, I don't even think the TI Arto fits the Vision Elite. The Vision Elite is an awesome rollerball liquid ink pen. It's one of the top pens on the market for that style of pen, but their refills are gigantic. They're like full section and refill refills. You're just like unscrewing the back end of the plastic barrel and putting in a whole new front end. It's like a, it's like an engine change on a car. You're not just changing one little skimpy part. It's like a completely wide, huge thing. So I've never seen a pen barrel that's been designed specifically for that because of the way they design that refill. It's almost not worth it getting in uh, getting refills for that pen. And I kind of think Uniball even thinks that too. You don't even see them that often, but they are refillable. It's just, it just doesn't seem worth it to me. So Tommy Insong wants to know, are you going to thin out your herd before the DC show? And I've talked about this just in passing before. And the answer is no, because I just don't have time, but probably like this fall, I will, after I get through August, August is going to be hellacious for me. Um, even September is going to be hellacious for me. Um, but once we get into the early to mid fall, I am definitely going to do a thinning of the herd because it has gotten, uh, the herd has grown quite mighty here and, uh, there's definitely some pins that could, uh, benefit from a new home. So we'll do that. It's not going to be before DC, but, uh, I will let you know. And it, it's, it's a couple months down the line before I even consider that. How about you, Mike? How's your, what are the levels of, uh, ownership you currently have? And are you needing to thin out the herd any? I'm feeling pretty good. You're not as crazy good. as me. I'm yeah. fine. Yeah, like I'm fine. I, I have a bunch of stuff in a drawer that like could do something with, but it's they're not massively exciting enough to sell. Really, like I'm I'm good with my with my selection as it is. Like I have ample space to store in my little pen cabinet, right? Like I have, I could put like two to three times more stuff in this cabinet that I have solely dedicated to pens. So I'm good right. for the time being. Yep. Yep, you're you're very good at managing. Uh, you always have been managing your collection. Because so. yeah, I, t- I tend to buy, I just I just buy what I want. Where you do that, mm. plus you get sent stuff constantly, which doesn't happen to me. So, and yeah. I don't want it to either. Like I don't, I don't want people to like companies to be sending me pens for this reason. Right. Because then I would just right. have talked about that too before. much stuff. Right. Right. For sure. All right. This last question is from Gr Parker. And I'm not clear on the answer, but I think I know the answer. Can a titanium-bodied pen be used as an eyedropper? I can't find a list of what metals ink reacts with. I think from our conversations with King Enabler Thomas Hall, titanium is one that works. Um, I'll get some clarification on this for a future episode, unless someone can chime in the 
uh, chat room right now with any links or anything, but I'm almost positive titanium is the one because I questioned Thomas when he said it. He said you can um, you can eyedropper this pen. I forget we were maybe talking about like a Namisu that was a full titanium. I was like what? But it's all metal, and he says the that titanium is one of the non-reactive metals that you're able to eyedropper successfully. So I will work on getting a clear answer that answer to that, mm-hmm. but I want to verify it. But I think my information that I've read or that I've seen, I just want to be able to find the links and uh, prove it a little bit better that, than that. But I believe titanium is the one metal that you can eyedropper and don't do any other ones, but I believe that is the one. So perfect. All right. I haven't done it though. I haven't, no. I haven't tried. I haven't gone the metal eyedropper yet. Um, but, uh, a lot of people do. Uh, I think that about wraps it up for today, right? Yeah. I mean, I'm a little nervous that, you know, as soon as we hang up, that means next week is on. Like, mm-hmm. do I, do I want that? Like right now, like when we're done with this, I'm like, we're moving forward and next week is happening, but I guess it's going to happen no matter what we do. Right, Mike. And it's going to be awesome. We're going to have a great time, man. And I'm just looking forward to spending more time with you. That's not top yeah. of my list. I'm looking forward to spending time with everyone, but you, so it'll be great. That's fine. That works. We, we got it all covered there. <laughs> Uh, thanks so kidding. much for I, listening. Hey, no, no, no. I'm going to tell you, you right now. now. I'm going to tell you right now. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell everyone right now. I'm going to go on record. I love you, Mike, and mm-hmm. I need you this week. <laughs> so I'll be on my best behavior because yeah. I need your help. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't forget that, right? Like, you know, yeah, Mike's, got, uh, Mike's working. Mike's working for us, so mm-hmm. I need his help. So yes, I will. I will uh, rescind any uh, bad things I've ever said. And uh, you're you're uh, on my wonderful list because you're the best. Yeah. Thank you. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. thanks so much for listening to this week's show Uh, we'll be back next time live in person from the DC Pen Show if you want to find our show notes for this week head on over to relay.fm slash penaddict slash 267 you can contribute to the stationary wiki at stationary.wiki you can send in questions to the show with hashtag asktpa if you want to find Brad online, he's over at penaddict.com and knock.co, and he is at dowdyism, D-O-W-D-Y-I-S-M. I am at imike, I-M-Y-K-E on Twitter. I'm also imike on Instagram, and Brad is penaddict on Instagram. Thanks so much for listening to this week's episode. We'll be back next time. Until then, say goodbye, Brad. Goodbye, Brad.